listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, now you and your niggas shit shaky, and at the time your heart feel up, feel broken, feel down and broke like achy breaky, lump in your throat, feel like a trachea, oh dummy, the pain that's in your chest don't made its way down to your tummy, you wide open, you start smoking with your girl, she nigga bashing saying you don't need them in your world, niggas all dogs, if niggas all dogs, then what you call bras, felines and heat, me I went for some yarn bones, now you, now you and her done got the drinking, and now it's really crunk because y'all silly drunk and your girl done got to thinking she's talking my girl you look so beautiful you say thank you being nice trying to say to change the subject want some beans and rice but she back at you like a pit mixed with a chihuahua how much meaner can you get hey welcome to the black Girl tips podcast y'all's rod and Karen. grab her by her neck throw her on the wall uh it is uh Say Tuesday. Don't you never disrespecting no not at, never at all. <laughs> I think I took that wrong, but some close to that. Close enough. The official weapon of our show is Taser. Unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme and it is day three hundred that Bobby Schmurder has been locked up. Ooh, sixty five days of three whole year. It's getting out of control, peoples. I know you guys are sad by this news like we are. It's all right. You don't have to pretend you're not sad. <laughs> it's okay to be in touch with your emotions and be upset that the, the system got another brother hemmed up for no good reason tiny house coach tried to tell y'all <laughs> but you ain't had time to read all that shit i understand Mm-mm. but just know bobby is still locked up unfairly for the last 300 days with no trial they won't even let him get out free right what's he gonna do lead the country he's bobby smurder he's not going anywhere he's <laughs> not with smurder in your last name come on guys all right um so uh this show is brought to you is sponsored by a couple of people first of all it's brought to you by tie battle if you need a realtor in the atlanta area look no further than tie battle with Tamara wade and partners of remax whether you need is whether your need is a home land or commercial property they handle it all Send an email to tie battle at Tamara wade and partners.com that's t-y-e battle at tamra t-a-m-r-a wade and partners.com uh my homie just closed on the house up here uh he just uh had a kid and stuff uh he just sent an email out today and that's a big moment in a lot of people's lives mm-hmm. and you definitely want to have somebody that you can trust by your side right that's going to get you the best deal we talk about home ownership here all the time and mm-hmm. about how it's hard to trust people uh, right and the cost that black people have paid uh pretty much um throughout history right you you're punished just because like i i don't i it's almost like you go in going i hope i get the the best deal right and you would like to have somebody that's actually on your side and somebody you can trust and right. like i said uh both of those things i believe about ty me too so um also we're brought to you by tweaked audio guys that's right tweaked audio is the maker of fine handcrafted headphones i use mine pretty much daily uh karen listens to her eddies with the uh, what we do the show um and uh they're high quality if they ever break all you gotta do is send them back in and get some more that's it mm-hmm. they come with a lifetime guarantee no other headphones can guarantee that dog nope. not to mention if you use code tbgwt you get 33 percent off and free shipping so what is your excuse at this point they're practically giving away these headphones i don't know how they're in business i know they make a lot of money through us and you guys i've been killing this deal 
but i say you guys make sure you keep in getting in there killing them man my favorite headphones right now the hegonese or the he gone as i like to call them <laughs> yes and, and i know everybody uh done seen that they done changed all the decorations in all the stores we done went from you know how they skip over halloween and go straight to christmas now so you know think about it y'all know y'all got y'all list of people that y'all want to buy stuff for and what else is better than something that will outlast the love of christmas day yeah man get an early start on christmas and this is a gift that will actually last them for a lifetime so mm-hmm. might outlast you take care of your uh, headphones and everything take care of your ears um all right so the first thing i want to do and this is atypical of the show but for the second week in a row i feel like i want to address something um we got an email today okay from wolfgang from germany the men's right advocate kind of guy he's written several times yes yeah he's written in before um and he wrote in a a novel again um and uh, i'll let you decide if at the end if we're if i'm done reading his shit on this air on the air but uh he wrote in he says regarding the show karen hates kids I think that was episode 10 40 something but mm-hmm. uh he says dear rod and karen quick touch up on the show you pose the question why do you listen to me then if i'm here the the answer is quite simple you guys are a reliable source of fun and entertainment well here's the thing we didn't ask, i don't think i asked him no not him specifically, specifically there no because the, the thing is is that he him particularly he's not the one that's writing this it's other people that are writing this and that's why in general i have a problem with like the collective because it's crazies in that collective right uh you guys are a reliable source of fun and entertainment you guys have interesting perspectives in the eye of the american news cycle i still love the accents yes plural and karen's last i support bearded podcasters to the main part this is primarily for karen just a reminder people who have a problem with the with women is a bit too wide of a worldview I cannot say that I, as an individual, don't have a problem with women in general. I have a problem mostly with white women feminism, TM. For example, Karen's personal brand of feminism and Rod's takes on it are kind of close to my personal opinion in many places. Now, Karen, what's funny about this is you say that you're not a feminist ardently, like, right? Like, anytime i approach it you're like i'm not then that's not you know i don't want to be labeled under that and i don't like a lot of things under that label right 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 and 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 the the thing about it is that's that's actually a topic that i've well a subject or a quote-unquote title that i've been wrestling with for a very very long time um because it's a it's almost like when it comes to it you define your own definition of it but when you use the words people come with their preconceived notions on how they think you're going to respond and how they think you're going to react and people don't want to have a rational conversation with you and you have just like any other group you have the extremes and then you have most people which are reasonable and rational and then you have in the collective group people that are racist yeah i don't well i'm not trying to rehash this thing okay i'm Mm -hmm. just saying i'm just saying as a listener of the show to say karen's personal brand of feminism is kind of not true because you don't call yourself a feminist no i don't even All even right. though i believe in a lot of you know what they stand for but overall no okay uh and rod's takes on it which is funny because i said i i will call myself a feminist yeah I am. roger yeah roger so is. he that seems kind of backwards 
are kind of close to my personal opinion in many places if you want a reason to see why so many male rights activists are so quote-unquote crazy it will be fair to look at the first feminists the suffragettes they threw bombs murdered people and advocated sending men alone to war white feather movement if you want an example of that particular strain of feminism google the s-u-m manifesto scum manifesto its author tried to assassinate andy warhol think you meant andy warhol and advocated putting men in breeding camps um andrea dvorkin who uh is you know a very fringe uh person in the feminist spirit that people always point to to demonize all feminism all all have said all heterosexual intercourse is rape and trans exclusionary feminists they believe every trans person that goes to male to female does so only to rape women and every trans person that goes to female to male only does so because they are traitors to the cause and secretly want to enjoy male privilege um all right so let's start right there one he's taking the extreme fringe and then throwing it all under the label of feminism number one right right uh number two he then is saying that this is the reason that male right activists are so quote unquote crazy i guarantee you a lot of them people a lot of men's right activists probably don't even know who these women are it wouldn't even fucking matter if they did or not right. they just men, hate women men in general men plural throughout history if you looked at the course of history have been pretty unkind to women in general oh, come on now this is fucking revisionist history and then to blame it that to me that would be like blaming white supremacy and white supremacists and the kkk on the fact that there were some black panthers there were some black panthers and now that's the fault that's why we got to have these white power people if it wasn't for the black panthers we wouldn't have had this that's exactly what they fucking sound like like yes okay so there were some radical feminists there were uh and by the way i couldn't even find evidence that they murdered people i saw that they attempted to murder some people and i also saw that they bombed a guy's house and no one got killed he they hurt a chair but um uh, i did not see any they killed a bunch of people and shit like that um as if what they're fighting against isn't worse but okay you know what i mean like that's already some yeah, bullshit it's, it's almost to disarm the cause right like well they used bombs one time right and and the thing about it is that for women we are not equal period and, and that's the bottom line we're not equal and when you speak as a male period you speak from a place of privilege coming from the get-go well they don't want to accept that that's the thing about these men rights advocates that i don't understand and will never relate to i can accept that i have a level of privilege in this society by being a man right i can accept that and it doesn't make me like a less of a person or anything it's just a thing that happens it doesn't it's not like i born and i said i'll pick a penis please and right and and all the good things that come with it it just fucking happened nothing i can do about it if you feel some type of guilt about it then feel guilty but what you don't want to do what you won't do on this show is try to become the real victim and that is exactly what mra people doing like they write in like men are the real victims and it's like have you ever picked Mm-mm. up a fucking textbook Mm-mm. what kind of ridiculousness is this well these women man they just like you know what they remind me of they remind matter of fact let me finish reading it let me finish reading it um so yeah uh today i have to say it by the way to say they secretly want to enjoy male privilege okay cool all right today i have to say it's gotten massively better there are sadly still pockets of crazy feminists 
that fulfill all the tropes but they are getting progressively smaller as they dialed and get replaced with the more moderate equally equality focused ones men today for the first time have stood up men have stood up for the first time guys for the first time for the first time men have finally stood up to get our say and that's good right we have finally begun to speak out and talk about the problems that we have as men because you know Mm -hmm. how we you know in the past we've never had the ability to talk about you know our problems because you know the feminists wouldn't let us they do it quietly and timidly but they do and just like the sufferers of yore they get equal equally pissed when they get made the butts of the jokes and by god they do by the way the butts of the jokes it's not about jokes Mm-mm. number one when we're talking about the things that women had to go through when they weren't making equal pay come on now when they were be, when they were being basically cast aside if they were divorced and not able to fend for themselves when they were being uh put the scarlet letter a on their chest for uh if they were involved in an affair uh mm-hmm. when women were burned at the stake as witches uh for having opinions and shit um that's not the same as some jokes mm-hmm. some jokes come on man you it's, fucking serious it's 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 not the same and and it's one of those things where uh you you're speaking from a place where you just assume that put like this as a man what woman is oppressing you oh every time i look look up they're voting for shit that affects women they're passing laws that affect women women uh, women didn't always have the right to vote they didn't always have the right to drive black men got to vote before white women so that tells you that when it comes to the male privilege it matters it matters a lot and it's one of those things that men that are in privileged well people that are in privileged positions but particularly men we're talking about here are in privileged positions you just take for granted certain things when you go out in public you most men can defend themselves so you don't have to be constantly looking around your shoulder constantly looking around your back you know not worried about is is that woman gonna flip out and cut you and stab you in a club because you told her no uh you didn't feel like dancing with her today or no you didn't want to give her her give her your number you don't have to deal with those things you know and it's just one of those things where it just amazes me how people cannot see the similarity between this and racism it's the same motherfucking thing you're you're talking from a place where you truly don't understand because you're you're not a woman so because you don't understand and because you feel like your rights are being infringed on what rights are being infringed on where are these women that are marching and protesting talking about hey we're going to take away the condoms hey we're uh, hey we're, we're going to force all men all men to um have prostate cancers hey we're going to force that that uh you be um um invaded on in your privacy hey you know what before you take viagra why we, we need we need to test your mental um stability to be sure that you physically can take care of this we're going to screen you because we don't feel like you're intelligent enough to make a decision about your sexuality on your own like this shit does not affect men in this matter so it's just one of those things where you know when i hear this it just makes me mad because it's one of those things where i was like you don't get it and you don't understand yeah what's funny is everything you said they'll go find the couple of women in the world that have said that 
the handful and then, right and then they try to ex- exacerbate that as if they're the problem like see this is what's wrong with women they trying to make all men get circumcised or some shit like that right like that like that is and what's funny about so much of this shit when you talk about these men who do have problems and they are speaking up about their issues for the first time and they do it quietly and timidly they don't that's not because anything feminist fucking did that's not anything that the suffragettes did or the fuck that is also patriarchy those are also problems that started because we define manhood as strong quiet uh and and, and any trait that we decided was quote-unquote weak we define as feminine so the reason that a lot of these people are trapped in these bubbles of these glass cases of emotion if you would the reason a lot of these people are trapped in that is because they don't want to be outside of the box of masculinity they don't want to be like i cried and therefore i'm a bitch right you know what i mean like there's a lot to that and uh you know people try to avoid that shit constantly like what well those people are just immature well let me tell you something about immature uh these motherfuckers are 18 plus these motherfuckers when they go register and and have to put on their driver's license male when uh they have the same right to get married they have the same right to sign up for the army they have the same right to vote as you do they are a fucking man that is what's happening they may be immature but they are still a man so if i have a problem with this pervasive mentality that seeks that that is prevalent throughout men uh, in general those people are men too what people try to do is equate that with well no don't don't get caught up with those guys they're not really men but when these motherfuckers are shooting up schools they're men when they go in to register for their handguns they're men when they put their hands on their woman they're men a problem that is very prevalent in our society so how are we going to change anything by ignoring it how are you going to stop how are you going to try to silence me official if effectively you're trying to silence me from talking about it by going well just ignore these people fuck you you know what i mean like i'm going to talk about them too the same way i could i should just ignore the christians that are homophobic i mean what do they really represent i don't know problems for people that's not that's gay you know what i mean like we can't i'm not gonna get on this platform and be like well let me be quiet about that because i don't agree with it what the fuck kind of show would this be you know what i mean so yes um the uh the even these things that you talk about men oh they want all men to go to war you know who else want only men to go to war men come on now the people who made the rules the people who were in positions of power and authority who could ban gay people who could ban women who could ban black people from registering to to be in a war during the civil war they had to fucking lose most of the northern troops for they were like maybe we should let these niggas fight that is how stupid men can be that's how stupid privilege can be so no it that would be like blaming black like these slaves man that's the reason we can't let them sign up to fight and guess what they did do that yes they did they did do that like they had to get in a desperate position to even allow black people to fight for the freedom for themselves that like that like that is how you, you sound you sound crazy to me all right um and and not only that it's just one of those things where somebody brought up in the chat too guess what men oppress other men so you know it's it's like the same group that you're defending is also oppressing itself too well men, in addition to other people in, in prison when a man gets raped we like people make jokes about that feminists didn't start those jokes they sure didn't men do that men think you are less of a man because you were sexually assaulted by a man come on 
that is a man thing now i don't know why the fuck people want to try to pull the is women are doing so bad women are doing that i'm not saying all women are great that's not my fucking point Mm -hmm. a woman can be wrong shit a lot of times women perpetuate this same shit because they're victims of it too just like there's certain black people that perpetuate racism shout out to ben carson and don lemon and clarence thomas like there's a bunch of like you there's a bunch of grayness in this shit but what is black and white about it is the right and wrong of trying to be the real victims of shit you know what i mean like we're all we're all empowered by and all depowered by the same fucking mentality correct anyway um so he says um uh give them 10 to 20 years you will see a whole lot of more moderate men's rights activists that will be fighting just as viciously as the feminists today and with just as much fire for what what the fuck are they gonna be fighting for what's the thing that y'all need to fight for every time i see these fucking men's right advocates the thing that they want to fight for is against feminists that's it y'all don't have a fucking cause and it's fucking sickening that you keep writing up here trying to act like you do because you don't i listen to you because you blow me away on a regular basis i hope you're blown away today nigga i honestly never knew that the core male's right standpoint that is the image of womanhood has been reinvented from children church kitchen to actually a person we should equally allow for a reinvention of manhood but who's who's not allowing for a reinvention of manhood no one's stopping men from redefining what being a man is that's always been our privilege we get to say manhood is everything right that's what we get to do hey a man cries uh because he won a football game we get to i really respect him for crying because he won a football game you know a man uh gets to i don't know hit a woman and we ray rice hit a woman and people were writing in telling us how that was manly too mm. everything's manly if you decided so everything positive is some manly shit and then whenever some a man does some fucked up shit people got to tell me how that ain't really he ain't a real man and that shit don't count no he a real man too right should women be decided the deciding factor on how the new malehood looks quite honestly i still think women understand as much of malehood as men understand of womenhood but that may only be my opinion yeah it is your opinion and you're fucking wrong uh that's the same way that um because this is the thing about living under oppression and living with somebody that tells you what to do can decide if you live or die uh that can decide if you can have a child or not that can uh treat you like property you get to know them better than they know them fucking selves come on now that's the same thing here with race black people know white people way better than white people know white people Mm -hmm. we know more shit about them because we had to live under their fucking whims every single day we cleaned their fucking bathrooms we took care of their children we tilled their fields we made we nursed them when they were sick no one knows them better than we know them period and no one ever will we know them at their worst we know what happens in their bedrooms we know everything about white people period because they needed us you think women don't know every fucking thing there is to know about us come on now that's goddamn ridiculous dog of course they do we came out of their vagina they know more about you in the 10 months you spend in a womb than you know about yourself now like you gotta be fucking kidding me man stop trying to, to usurp victimhood it'll be okay <clears throat> should women be the deciding factor on new manhood okay 
i'm listening to you despite being a male rights supporter because for all the jokes for all the banter for all the shade you throw at the male rights movement well y'all deserve it and it's more crazy supporters even the regular ones y'all deserve it you seem to understand the core issues of the male struggle better than expected well i'm a fucking man what the fuck is this you seem to understand this whole having a penis thing well sorry i don't join you in your fucking he-man women haters club dog but i'm i'm doing okay oh man this motherfucker dog um yeah oh what the fuck just happened to my screen just went down all right there there we go um uh yeah i understand the struggle brother despite not using our terminology like a fish that would laugh about humans understanding the water yeah so you like to tune in because you think you're smarter than me about this man's right shit and you're like a fish laughing at me understanding water got it however you feel dog um keep on doing what you do and keep on being the change you want to see even if you tell me the hundredth time i should quit listening i will continue i've been too often surprised positively for me to quit now wolf james from germany yeah and keep in mind all this is supposedly directed to you when have you ever said any of this shit against what he's talking about though you know what i mean like what you know what i'm saying like when have you ever said you know what women should define what malehood is uh-uh. it's like these motherfuckers write these goddamn theses and they have to send them in to us even if we didn't say the shit it's like they don't know if they just send on message boards all day preparing to write this bullshit or what but i do know this this is the last time your shit's getting read on my motherfucking show dog that's it like, I didn't like this shit, the little hints of it when you first started writing in, but I was like, you know what, I gotta let it play out. You know what I mean? Crazy gone crazy, because crazy always does crazy, but I was trying to let it play out. But damn, here you go. You crazy, a two. Just like the other dude. I don't know what's wrong with y'all, but y'all are fucking crazy. Bringing up 1913 suffragettes and the shit that they had to go through to, to even to even try to compare that shit to motherfuckers shooting up schools because women won't date them and the beta male revolution and all this shit it's fucking sick it's fucking disgusting man and you know who they remind me of karen and that's why i was gonna bring it up earlier the reason i will never ever ever get down with the man's right advocate shit and the whole men are under attack we the real we the real victims of everything they remind me exactly of the white genocide project what the hell is that okay the white genocide project are the people that believe that white people are actually being victimized because there are too many uh people of color coming around to quote-unquote white countries counting america as one of the white countries by the way karen there's a predominant we 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 want the brownest nations in the world are pretty soon going to eclipse white folks yeah that's what they're saying they're saying that you that that this is a white country and y'all are genociding their culture by continuing to be born and and exist and immigrate now keep in mind these white genocide people um are counting america as a white country i don't these motherfuckers ain't indigenous dog come on now everybody unless you are indian you you bought your ass over here by a motherfucking boat you Origi- came by boat uh, original american but go ahead original indians original american original american was 
because uh indian is from india and they were named indians because the fucking white people that came here were so ignorant they thought they were in india and they named them the indians but they are not the indians and they never have been the indians they're native americans original american indigenous peoples a bunch of other shit but what they aren't is indians yeah because when you say indian indians you think of india yeah yeah that you know that people think tp indian i understand what you're saying i'm just saying they're not even that is my ah, point so they came over here by boat and then and then gave them a name we call them that because the original racist white people that killed them called them that even though they were never that they were just like these motherfuckers look kind of like the people from india oh lord the end now let's kill them all right so they committed actual genocide yes, they did but these motherfuckers are walking around talking about we're being white genocided that's what's happening to us what is uh white they genocide? Know the purpose of genocide i mean don't I mean not the perfect definition of it they they're using a very loose ge- definition right. of genocide. all the white folks ain't dying they said that um moving millions of non-white immigrants into traditional white countries over the period of years this alone is not genocide but the next step makes it part of genocide legally chasing down and forcing white areas to accept diversity this is known as forced assimilation so because we can't have segregation because we're anti-racism because we're stopping the jim crow era laws we are genociding white people they are under attack from you know all these people that just want equality now tell me that don't sound like these men's rights people it's the same fucking thing oh you we're the real ones that's under attack it's the same idea we're the real victims no matter that they've had literally every single like up until this point every iteration of history every single decade everything has been white centric in america and in, and throughout most of the world right except for you know i mean even in africa and shit the way they raped and pillaged through there so white centric society like world the world has been white centric to to so many people right and now these motherfuckers have the nerve to try to pull this nah man y'all attacking me you telling me i can't go have my kid go to an all-white school but y'all have hbcus why can't i have an all-white school y'all got y'all got uh the naacp why can't i have the national association for white power i mean white people why can't i have that y'all got black power why can't i have white power you sound like a fucking racist piece of shit it's not the same it's no it's no other way to put it you're right. a racist piece of shit and the same thing for these fucking misogynistic dudes that keep writing up here trying to act like well the women got feminists why can't we have men in this because you're a fucking sexist piece of shit that's it there's no there's no fucking other side to this shit that's it and it's done on our show the same way that i don't fucking read people that write in the like, where well, is it homosexuality a choice i was reading my bible and we stopped reading that shit and y'all stop writing up here right well now we're stopping this shit too no more men's rights shit if you write up here just getting deleted uh i'll take a picture of it put it on facebook mock you and i'm leaving it at that just letting you know wolf gang no more of that bullshit i don't care about your personal lives by the way people so if in your life you want to have some old school mad men's gender role type shit going on i don't give a fuck for the record two consenting adults y'all do what the fuck you want if you want to come home every night drink a fucking shot of whiskey and not pay attention to your kids and fuck your wife uh without looking at her face and call her a bitch and make her cook you meals 
i don't care if that's your thing that's your thing if 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 she wants to do those things good for her as well that those that is your life no one's trying to make you personally change your personal no. preferences in life no even if you're one of these mra assholes if you can find a woman that co-signs all this bullshit god bless you and good luck good and pray for their kids but but good luck good luck but what you won't do is be acting like you the real victim of society when men still make more money than women well that's not that's not what we're gonna do dog we're not about to be revising history on the black guy who tips we're not about to do it i run this platform and karen runs this platform period anyway let's move on to some other shit because motherfucker pissed me off so bad reading that shit like are you fucking serious everything at work (laughs) i sent it to you on your email on your phone i said should we read this on the show you ain't respond so we read it fuck it oh no problem like i actually looked up how militant were the suffragettes because i was just like well maybe i don't maybe i don't know maybe they was out here just killing motherfuckers (laughs) right and i just don't know and i just hadn't had never heard of it and shit because it didn't happen in this country by the way the first thing i read was um the peaceful campaign for the women's vote changed direction in 1905 so this motherfucker's holding 1905 against 2015 110 years ago man if you if you are you what are you serious are you serious this is like the fucking kkk today being like you gotta keep killing these niggas because remember that one time john brown and them fucked up that city that fucked up that city in 1802 remember that like no that's not why you're doing it you're doing it because you're a racist piece of shit you have no reason to do this anymore you have no reason to cling to this shit anymore as if as if there was ever a time where men weren't telling feminists to shut the fuck up oh we're finally speaking up word right on brother you know how us men have just never got our say you know man anyway i had to look up that shit just to be like did they kill people no there was one newspaper clipping of an attempted murder which obviously not a good thing but i don't know i feel like every day i'm reading newspaper about some dude killing his wife some dude shooting up (laughs) some dude shooting up somewhere and find out he's on fucking uh on the internet talking about how he never got with a woman and shit like come on man it's fucking sick um let's 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 help these man rights activists out let's let's cover some news they would actually enjoy uh playboy is dropping nudity playboy ain't nudity it's not no yeah uh, you've never seen a playboy apparently oh there's titties in there and vaginas and everything it's not quote-unquote crash as in aka the way i like it oh okay you know what they do have tasteful nudity and shots titties and everything you know what that's true i've only i've only seen the covers so i'm like well they shit they ain't naked on the covers but yeah i ain't never like opened up a playboy no right that's why you've only seen the covers okay you can't open it up because there's nudity in there and the fucking magazine they always in plastic (laughs) when i go in there they wrapped up in plastic with the hustlers so what do you think is in hustlers oh i know what's in the hustler what about jugs yeah i black black tail yeah i that's 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 to me that's close to porn yes well playboy why do you think playboy's in the same section 
in plastic as well um I, I, this is just my ignorance because in they the like mysteries of the world right right because they do like the swimsuit edition and bullshit like that I was like who the fuck is buying this women in swimsuits you can go watch porn but like mm-hmm. i said i've never actually opened up a playboy because it's always been in the fucking plastic so i just assume it was just half clad women in playboy nah you nah they get uh, naked in that shit i mean it's like it's not like penthouse and shit where they like spread their pussy lips and all that stuff right so that Um, was my assumption i was like well they not that yeah but you you know they still show you know you know butt cheeks and titties and you know like everything except like just right up in the pussy you know what i mean yeah that's but what hustlers folks they're not it's not like <laughs> they're wearing don't get any ass crack yeah they're not wearing thongs and shit in there like they they still show you most of it you know they they do it tasteful you know no no full-on butthole you know it's like <laughs> a, you know the classy way <laughs> yeah like, like my grandfather likes but you know people have always said i get playboy for the articles well they called oh. your bluff you don't get it for the articles well they called your bluff we about to find out what the sales do because uh no more news uh no, them sales about to go down the drain yeah they've redesigned it it'll be unveiled next march the print edition of playboy was will still feature women in provocative poses but they will no longer be fully nude well, i don't even know what that means well they have underwears on now <laughs> like what is right. it i mean it's not like it was i don't know it was never really a big thing for me Cause I, but I think that's because we came up like in a different generation yeah. yeah and i think for a lot of dudes it was pre vhs pre cinemax or skinemax it was pre so like this is the closest thing you were going to get to quote unquote pornography you know they've been they've been around for so long this is for before most people had like uh dvds vhs's could record shit i don't know if they've been around shit i don't know if they've been around before television but you know most people probably couldn't even afford that shit back when they started yeah um so yeah it's uh no more news man um we're gonna see themselves think the, the mra is gonna have to shoot up some shit now man you know we're gonna wonder they're gonna be flying off the shelves man i think mra stands for men's rights assholes oh lord i think that's exactly what it means have you ever met an mra that wasn't an asshole they all be bad people man yeah. i've never met a cool one yet I always be like oh man what's wrong with this dude ah you know what i mean every time <laughs> thought we were having a good time but this motherfucker's crazy speaking of mra's ti he got wanted to give his opinion on hillary clinton who asked him uh yeah he uh had to sit down with dj who kid and he divulged oh, his thoughts on clinton okay who is that so dj who kid asked him okay not to be sexist but i can't vote for the leader of the free world to be a woman just because every other position that exists i think a woman could do well but the president it's kind of like i just know that women make rash decisions emotionally they make very permanent cemented decisions and then later it's kind of like it didn't happen or they didn't mean for it to happen i sure would hate to just set off a nuke other leaders will not be able to negotiate the right kind of foreign policy the world ain't ready yet i think you might be able to be the Loch Ness monster elected before you could get a woman everybody get a hundred today he talked about donald trump 
he's interesting and i feel his he is the best showman of them all and i do feel that if he is sincerely concerned about the economy of america and the working public he will be the best person to flip the money that we have but you know his racist remarks and all his off-color statements and all that shit makes it impossible to be completely supportive of him but just knowing that he's done what he's done for business himself if he intends to do that for america it will be beneficial but i can't cash no vote for him someone's like well why is he even talking about it nigga why are you even talking about it what you because you rap you can't be allowed to talk about other shit yeah you can he's talking about it i want to know what he said so i can call him stupid how about that i saw my man romaine uh romaine letters was mm-hmm. uh on facebook he said why does anybody care what he has to say outside of rap i was like why does anybody care what he has to say in rap why does anybody care about anything ever <laughs> he, put a, he put a beat under it don't make him smart you know what i mean like that's true either either way man it was some dumb sexy shit to say he apologized on twitter which is funny because um people were <laughs> he apologized on twitter but it was so like phony oh oh yeah you know what i mean and yeah. even if you look at the tweet you know how now you click on the tweet you can see the responses to it mm-hmm. if you look on the tweet the responses were still a bunch of sexist ass misogynistic bullshit man being like you shouldn't even have to apologize for telling it like it is bro oh we're so oppressed us men if we could only get a chance to be free shout out to greg hardy and matt uh barnes my comments about women running for president were unequivocally insensitive and wrong i sincerely apologize to everyone i offended so i don't believe Mm-hmm. I don't believe you at all. Yep. So, T.I. Because you sound like you don't care about women because you know women actually listen to your rap. And it's amazing how men do this constantly. They're in the place of privilege, so they're in a position where they really don't have to give a fuck about women's opinion. They say some fucked up shit. Women get mad. And, you know, they can ignore the shit if they want to. But, you know, this directly affects your sales because, you know, women buy tickets. Women, you know, buy your, buy your CDs. And women are more quicker to purchase shit, you know, than dudes do. Dudes will go illegally download your shit and you won't make no money from these same I mean, um, misogynistic dudes that support you. They're not going to buy your shit. They're not going to go to your concert. They're not going to pay $55 t-shirt and all that shit some will but most won't right. you know women spend money period and some men have a tendency to forget that women spend a lot of money on a lot of bullshit that they don't have to spend money on men are more conservative when it comes to certain things so you're making a demographic angry that spends their money so when they start speaking you got to apologize yeah because you're gonna come out with another bad album ain't nobody gonna support yes i, I was like this is a dude that supported Iggy Azalea. Like, can we stop right. acting like he is like we should? Like, he had impact on hip hop. It's okay to care about what he says and to say it's some bullshit. It's okay, guys. Right. I don't know why everybody. Like, I guess that's just man's reaction to everything. We just been told to not care about everything. But it's okay to be like, yeah, what he said was stupid. And people are going to talk about it for a little bit and then they'll move on by the afternoon. It's fine. Right. And, and, and that's the thing everybody has some shit that they talk about that other people don't give a fuck about you know it just happened that the topic you might not care about but somebody does and he's famous and we talk about famous people regardless of if how you feel about them right people gonna put a microphone in their face they're gonna talk 
and people are going to respond that's just the society we live in today uh how rape culture victimizes men by anna kasparian uh kasparian um she wrote this on raw story recently news broke of an 11 year old who was raped in england and the most shocking part of the story was the 21 year old perpetrator was sentenced to absolutely no prison time the age of consent is 16 in england meaning that there was no way the act was legal so how could someone so something so egregious not result in a deserved punishment earlier this month there was a story of katie perry fan katie perry fan who took unwanted touching to another level at a rio de janeiro concert the fan received to grope perry's breast get uncomfortably close to the singer's crotch and even kiss her repeatedly the media decided to have fun with the story with headlines that included caddy caddy i'm always calling that girl caddy caddy perry got kissed by a girl and she didn't like it there is a lot of talk about rape culture and its disastrous impact on society it's always used to describe how acts of sex sexual violence get a pass with women being the primary victims of male entitlement but the perpetrators in the two stories detailed above were women as society has proven over and over again that's when a woman is guilty of sexually assaulting or raping a victim it's not to be taken as seriously there are endless examples when an attractive female school teacher rapes one of her underage male students the focus of the story shifts from the crime committed to the attractiveness of the rapist every time uh, and i always pointed that out mm-hmm. and it fucking sickens me i listen to people on their podcast and they do it them. men do it mm-hmm. when they, when i talk to them in conversations uh, a lot of it a lot of it is men doing it by the way like it's not like it's just no excuse for this shit like you could blame women if you want to but it's not women that are making you go i wish you would have raped me where was those teachers when i was coming up that's not that's that's societal pressure from somewhere else right because there are a lot of men that have been raped by women that literally fucked their childhood up but that's something you know men don't get them emotions men can't be fucked up sexually huh right um when, and, and like i said and that's also not women saying that you can't be fucked up sexually right uh also another thing that's interesting is um whenever these women get off i don't see feminists celebrating these people they don't become icons people don't go yay you got the rape of 11 year old good for you girl you go like no one's supporting this but it keeps happening that's how strong fucking uh patriarchy is in our society is that a woman can't be seen like just like a man can't be seen as a victim a woman can't be seen as an aggressor in in a rape uh but if the genders were flipped and talking heads claimed that a high school girl wanted to have sex with her much older male teacher everyone would justifiably flip out yep i've said that before too the dismissive attitude regarding male rape isn't only objectionable it's also extremely harmful because it leads to the unjustified narrative that men can't be raped that they uh they can certainly be victimized and it's actually happening with shocking frequency the national crime victimization survey questioned forty thousand u.s households and revealed that 38 percent of rapes and sexual violence committed were against men if that figure sounds unbelievably high note that ucla researcher laura stemple confirmed that the data in her own study she concluded that we need to completely rethink our assumptions about sexual victimization and especially the notion that men are always the perpetrators and women the victims the fbi didn't even consider men as victims in their definition of rape until 2012 god damn the previous definition from 1927 was the carnal knowledge of a female forcibly and against her will three years ago the fbi finally changed the gender specific definition to the penetration no matter how slight of the vagina or anus with any body part or object or oral penetration by a sex organ of another person without the consent of the victim 
when the country dismisses male rape men are much less likely to report cases where they've been victimized according to the 2013 department of defense and sexual assault prevention and response office annual report on sexual assault about 54 percent of military sexual trauma victims in 2013 were men Woo! yeah i remember we i, I want to say we read it on the show but there was this like big expose where it was talking about men that got raped in the military and it was lots yep and it was just like nine people's stories that in that case and it was like you listen to these stories and they were all horror stories right because men are sexual beings also and it's just one of those things where you know what a lot of that stems back to the patriarchy too yeah well you don't want to report it because it's a man or you do report it and you're seen as less of a man you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's not to mention already they're getting away raving women too so i mean it's really like (laughs) who's gonna ever do anything um so uh yeah that by the way those numbers uh 54 percent of the military sexual trauma victims in 2013 were men means there's about 14,000 male victims an estimated 81 percent of them never disclosed their assaults to officials to avoid the stigma associated with being raped so now my question is now do you believe them because you don't believe it when those numbers say women it's happening to women people constantly are like we're not when we were when we're like yo a lot of victims never come forward mm-hmm. so you're so even with that percentage where you're like yo four percent of these accusations turn out to be false that's even l- less of a percentage than you think because many 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 more women will never ever ever come forward because of the stigma of being raped well now it's men do you believe them no not do, do we believe now that maybe rape is underreported because men are the ones being raped and and we're the survey is saying 81 percent of them will never disclose their assaults nope because so now we don't believe it nope because as a society when it comes to rape we just don't believe that shit ever happens and even if it happens to people a lot of people but we do in prison we do in prison those are men yes they are but why do we believe it because they men we don't even believe when men come out of prison and say they weren't raped we're like that nigga got raped correct because they're men you know it's it's while stories about attracting teachers sleeping with their male students sound like fun and games on the surface in reality they are they have lasting negative impacts on u.s culture and how we deal with serious topics like unwanted sexual contact it's beyond unreasonable to talk about the seriousness of rape culture while simultaneously refusing to acknowledge that women can in fact be guilty of rape and sexual assault Mm -hmm. as evidence points out men are victims more often than people realize and i'm not even saying i don't know what her point of rightness if this is supposed to be you know some sort of response because i don't know any i haven't talked to any women that think men can't be victims of rape yeah women believe that men can be victim of rape just because they can be victim of rape yeah i don't know uh you know uh exactly how that you know what what her purpose was with it but yeah i i i agree you know that and i this is one of the things i always say it's same thing with racism white people can be victims of racism too even if they're victims of the mentality of racism you know what i'm saying like they might not be victims of the end results in the way that we would define it for black people and they might not be the most affected by it but Mm -mm. even just the ignorance that they harbor within and their lack of knowledge and lack of ability to have empathy is a damaging part of their psyche in america Mm -hmm. you know and it's some shit you should actively be trying to rid yourself of that's why who would want why do you want to live and die that way 
you know you only get one time to go around this motherfucker why would you want to fuck it up so bad all right one time um let's see oh here's another one a lot of gender stuff going on today i'm glad we're getting into it a hospital worker tells a four-year-old girl that the boy who attacked her and gashed her face was just flirting now i've seen this before when we were like when you're a kid if a guy if a boy puts gum in your hair oh he likes you he hits you he likes you right like any all these shit all this shit but it don't go the other way right if a girl beats up a little boy we don't go well she just likes you that's all she's just got a crush on you so she's gonna kick kick your ass until you're bigger than her in the sixth grade but until then this is what's gonna happen yeah a lot of times the boys picked on or called a sissy like people labor him as as less than a boy basically right you get beat up by a girl right that's how it's considered but yeah i'm putting a motherfucking gum in my hair but go ahead a mother in columbus ohio was shocked and outraged when a hospital worker told her four-year-old daughter that the boy who attacked her with a toy and cut her badly enough that she needed stitches must have had a crush on her i don't give zero fucks what the fuck that little boy like he cut she, my baby face she thought she was helping guaranteed right one we ascribe this sexual attraction to children all the time but they're fucking kids the fuck a four-year-old know about liking or not liking a girl you're four 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 years old man i really want to get with her but i guess i'm gonna have to cut her with this gi joe i can't think of a way ah! can't think of a way i can't get them digits because we don't know how to count yet shit <laughs> mm. i would write a letter but i can't spell yet right man i don't know and and we you know and not to mention this is also shit that we have issues with in our society where we teach girls not to fight mm-hmm. not to hit mm-hmm. it's not it's not it's not being a, a little right it's not being a little lady and we teach boys that hey you want a rough house you want to hit you want to be physical that's just it's okay that's the right thing to do well, you know you can solve your issues with violence even at a young age we want you to be tough you know and it, the end result is this boy gets physical with a little girl and a hospital worker who really ain't got a dog in a fucking fight goes well it's probably because he liked you mm-hmm. no shut up right put stitches on my baby's face bitch and move on right I bet he likes you, quoted Smith before writing, Dear man at the registration desk at the children's hospital, I'm positive you didn't think that statement through. As soon as I heard it, I knew that is where it begins. That statement is where the idea of hurting is flirting begins to set a tone for what is acceptable behavior. My four-year-old knows that's not how we show what we like someone. That was not a good choice. She said of the attack, which involves a child's metal teapot and left a gash that required two stitches to close in that moment hurt and in a new place worried about perhaps getting a shot or stitches you were a person we needed to help us and your words of comfort conveyed a message that someone who likes you might hurt you no i would not allow that message to be okay right right i'm glad she said something because it's not okay because that's the same mentality that people in domestic violence relationships have that same mentality if you don't hurt me you don't love me right um yeah so 
in the comments for the post smith clarified that she bears the hospital no ill will and does not want the employee to be fired i want to make it clear that i fully support this other child and his parents in their journey i'm confident that they will use all of their resources please do not create an environment where parents who need support won't ask because they feel judged or shamed she wrote i want it to be understood that i feel that i value nationwide children's hospital as a tremendous asset and resource in our community i do not mean to attack the hospital or get this man fired he genuinely meant no harm my intensity and intent is to change old scripts that do not serve us as adults and most certainly do not serve our children the hospital posted its own response to the incident saying we are aware of a recent comment made by a member of our staff to a family seeking care although we know the comment was made with no malicious intent it is our wish to apologize and express to you that this is something we are taking seriously this comment does not represent our philosophy as an institution well good everybody handled that well um an angry driver shot a georgia woman in the back because she was driving too slow oh oh it got real in the streets yeah that definitely need she these guns going below the speed limit definitely need these guns guys got to be able to kill people well, and folks be getting mad at me because sometimes i go slow too especially if it's raining some shit fuck that it's a whole nother line you can go around me well you might get shot in the back now, apparently so the 44 year old woman Angel- angelina cristiano motion for the four mustang driver who had been telling her to pull around her corvette but instead he pulled alongside her and opened fire shit she was shot in the upper back and lost control of her car on stone mountain freeway but her 25 year old son was not injured she was hospitalized and listened in serious to critical condition the gunman fled the area remains at large no witnesses are reported information about the gunman's license plate but police are hoping other drivers may have seen which exit the gunman took as he fled in his black mustang uh yeah and of course police warn motorists not to engage in arguments with aggressive drivers because that's how many fucking guns we have in this country not hey guys don't shoot people because they're going too slow it's don't get in an argument because they'll probably kill you or some shit i mean it's a lot of guns y'all right you know what for me and and something that uh i started doing i don't blow my horn anymore i don't blow my horn period um, unless it's something where you're about to hit me, I don't blow my horn because, you know, it's incidents where you blow your horn and somebody will freak the fuck out and want to shoot you because you blew your horn. It's like, come on, people. It's gonna, but even that's sad because like, cause of death though. I don't want to die. Fuck it. The horn just won't get blown. I'm just trying to get home. Right. And it, it shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't fucking shoot people, but yes i gotta die because i blew my horn fuck that shit how am i wrong <laughs> i'm not but yeah right like a horn is on a vehicle for a reason yes you know? it is like to warn people and shit to, hey you know like try, oh my god that's that's, that's what femi- that's what feminists do though am i right I wolf gang that's how they do us <laughs> gotta shoot those bitches in the back sometimes oh driving too slow who let them drive in the first place mm-hmm. infringing on our roads that the man built and i by the man i mean the white man but the book he made the black man do it oh lord and now we're infringing on his rights by driving down those roads too it's it's a it's a complicated story Speaking of complicated stories. Today, the Oakland County prosecutor charged that woman. Now, she does have a valid concealed carry permit 
but she's charged now in the incident from last week at an Auburn Hills Home Depot. Her name is Tatiana Duva Rodriguez. She's 46 years old. She lives in Clarkston, and she's charged with reckless use of a firearm. Jason Colthorpe <sighs> joins us now, and Jason, the shoplifters have also been caught, I understand. They sure have, Carmen, but of course, that's not the headline everybody's talking about. They're talking about a 46-year-old mother of three pulls out her gun and shoots out the tire of the bad guy's getaway car. Of course, the Oakland County prosecutor today saying that's not what she should have done. She should have pulled out her phone and shot a picture. She was not trying to shoot these people. When 46-year-old Tatiana Duva Rodriguez saw a man hustle a cart full of stolen items from the Home Depot into a getaway car last Monday, she jumped in to help stop them, not kill them. If she was trying to shoot at these people, then she would have been charged with a much greater offense than this misdemeanor. While Duva Rodriguez has a concealed pistol license, the Oakland County prosecutor called her actions disturbing, charging her with reckless discharge of a weapon. Good. This is not Tombstone. Legal expert Neil Rockind says the charges were a no-brainer. Not only were they a foregone conclusion, but they were necessary. There has to be a bright line telling citizens when and how you can use the firearm. Police eventually arrested both suspects in Flint, including 46-year-old Anthony Harris, who pleaded not guilty to first-degree retail fraud. Retired police officer Bill Kusick is now a gun seller and instructor, and he tells me letting police do the apprehending is one of the many lessons here. Well, there's a lesson for everybody that you don't get caught up in situations that are not life-threatening. Spur of the moment, something happens, and one tries to do the right thing, and sometimes it isn't the right thing. Now, the other guy in this case, the other suspect who's been uh, caught, the guy who was actually doing the stealing and coming out of the store, he's being held on other charges. Duval Rodriguez should be back in court later this month. Live in Oakland County, Jason Colthorpe, Local 4. Jason, is there any way she or her lawyer even can defend this behavior? Well, Carmen, if they're able to prove her life was in danger or maybe someone else's when that car was pulling out of, she right. was worried someone else could, uh, their life could be in danger. But that's, uh, if that can't be proven, the problem is, uh, shooting at a car that's, you know, carrying shoplifting suspects is something mm -hmm. that both legal and police experts say cops don't even do. So that's, that's what <laughs> I'm right. A real lesson here. Our Jason Colthorpe reporting for us live. All right. Yeah, so, and if she hadn't killed him, she'd been charged with murder. So much for a good guy with a gun, right? Yeah, you should be charged. Don't be pulling out your firearm and just shooting, just because you can. Yeah, but uh, you know they always had that, well, good guy with a gun, it's not bad guy with a gun. What if the good guy with a gun is fucking crazy and just lets off rounds in the motherfucking middle of uh, she, the day in the parking lot? She could have hit a bystander, like, she could have hit anything. Or like, any person it's like people have a gun it's just everything's an opportunity to use it you know what i mean it's just like oh an ant get my get my shotgun right and there are reasonable gun owners that's looking sideways going this is why they say we crazy when i know i'm not all right um i want them the fuck out of my neighborhood um oh yep that's what a armed anti-muslim protester said uh the other day um saturday uh the same day that the million man march was uh oh wait actually no this was before the million man march wasn't it? yeah no no it was the same day these motherfuckers 
<sighs> the same day that uh the million man march they uh demonstrators squared off outside of phoenix mosque amid a heavy police presence on saturday during the highest profile of a series of anti-islam rallies that were planned to be staged nationwide they have a very heavy muslim population there and them people is in not, uh, phoenix yeah in arizona and they are not happy some muslim leaders had approached this the weekend with caution but many of the so-called global rally for humanity events that have been promoted on social media appear not to materialize or to be attended by no more than a handful of protesters the phoenix protest though attracted more than 120 demonstrators and more than 30 law enforcement officials how is this not intimidation right how is this not until you rally outside of a mosque how well, i'm going to pray not because they did anything Mm-mm. just because you decided that they don't need to be there because it's white genocide to you because it was the other way around you have a fucking fit and the police officers would be out there beating their asses right it was held outside the islamic community center on in phoenix where two gunmen killed by police outside of draw a draw the profit contest near near dallas in may had spent time and followed a far bigger rally earlier this year anti-islam protesters lined up along the street faced by a smaller set of counter protesters with the sides separated by two sets of metal control barriers they frequently yelled at each other american flags were prominent against anti-islam crowd of approximately 80 people about third bearing arms ranging from revolvers to assault rifles they always gotta bring their goddamn guns several people on the other side of the street were also toting weapons open carry is legal in arizona they always gotta bring their guns to this shit leave your guns at home greg burleson who said he was a militia member who usually had spent his weekends on the border tracking cartel members said the mosque was a breeding ground for terrorists i want them to fuck out of my neighborhood they can practice islam in their own country <laughs> okay white man right what, i don't i don't so want to shut down my throat in my country what about the people that are born and raised there raised here in the united states don't know right. anything because of course they all have to be immigrants if they're islamic they couldn't possibly be second generation third generation <laughs> right fourth generation and of course you white man own america because you already killed these indigenous people right a man who gave his name only as richard and carried a placard with the slogan unite against islamic terrorists now said the event was a wonderful opportunity for people to get out and express themselves he added you mean express racism hatred he added we don't want islam to take over the country and that's what they want to do they want to take over the world john scott woods a counter-protester and community activist said that anti-islam protesters have freedom of speech but they are bigoted just bigoted we can't change that i'm glad they're not shooting us right because they bought their fucking guns mm-hmm Samaya Dawood said that in the current climate of Islamophobia, attitudes towards Muslims were increasingly polarized and getting more hostile for some, from some people, but other people are becoming more open-minded. She said the rally was based on ignorance and fear. As for the guns, Dawood said that she was pro-Second Amendment, but uh, but the protesters were carrying guns with the intention of intimidation. Yeah, of course they were. Anyway, that's they some people thought that was a reasonable thing to do today or saturday meanwhile you have a peaceful rally going down in uh dc and nobody felt like covering it. most of the country didn't know it existed yep um oh a woman was sexually assaulted after mistaking a assailant's car for an uber she called an uber this car pulls up it matched it uh it kind of looked like the description now the app does provide a description of the car lights plate and a photograph of the driver but the woman 
who isn't the first to drive blindly jump into a stranger's vehicle uh which happens all the time you know people just not paying attention or whatever uh she was sexually assaulted after she got into the vehicle the victim was reportedly waiting for a car to pick her up around 3 30 a.m when the assault occurred in cleveland park a few blocks away from sidwell friends the high school attended by sasha and malia obama and you know what i'll just say it wouldn't surprise me if people actually uh purposely see people out there right and they know that you're waiting on an uber and they just roll up knowing that people are just going to, especially if the, if the person's not vigilant and looking around and being sure that this is the right person. And who knows, they might put up a sign to kind of fake the funk. You know, I'm like, like actually literally trick people into jumping into their vehicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I guarantee sad. you can hack it and manipulate it and right. find ways around it. Right. And you know that these people are out there. Yeah. And I mean, a person like that like it's just scary that someone could either be a praying on this kind of stuff mm-hmm. or worse just they just go from zero to rapist a woman gets in my car now i'm a rapist the driver drew a knife and assaulted her and she escaped without further injury uh it's, that's wow um oh that malaysian airline mh-117 mh-17 Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently shot down by a russian missile oh that's what an air inquiry found what is this call of duty what's happening here it's following fly 298 people aboard the commercial jetliner were killed uh july 17 2014 they were flying from Amsterdam to kuala lumpur it was hit by a missile broke apart in middle air and crashed over the russia ukraine border right why well, that's right because they've been trying to figure out what's been happening to this plane for a very long time yep so i don't know what they're Somebody gonna do with this like, information get but, out the sky yeah they're killing motherfuckers in the sky all right let's uh go to our uh fucking with black people segment uh where's that at um where's my music there we go <laughs> that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's the fucking with black people game the game where we read and play news articles from all around the globe and we assign point scores from zero to 100 and how much we feel fucked with today's contestants everybody all right a uh, new york school employee tells black fifth graders to sit with the white kids so they don't look like a gang in the hood what yep you heard me an elementary school employee of upstate new york is under investigation by the school district as she told nine african-american children sitting together at a lunch table that they look like a gang in the hood the woman who has not been identified as employed to support staff at Caskill elementary she had apparently taken it upon herself to approach a group of students sitting together and advise a mix of the white students so they don't look like a black gang in the hood the fifth graders had asked to sit together because they happen to be part of the school students safety patrol the monitors are by chance majority black jordan said the incident deeply upset her daughter who was inconsolable and had to be picked up from school the mother said she had complained to school officials who assured her that this matter was being handled but Jordan wants to know why the employee hasn't been put on administrative leave, saying the mere sight of her causes her daughter to get upset again. The girl has outburst over it, has difficulty sleeping, and now wonders whether her white friends will still like her. 
keeping the employee on campus is aggravating the situation she told the daily mail the woman is supposed to be separated from the students but jordan told the paper that hasn't necessarily been the case um so yeah zero to a hundred care a hundred i'm so glad i don't have children i'm i'm just so glad i don't have children because you hate them i know no oh no it's 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 not that it's it's just the fact that um yeah we would have problems Mm -hmm. we would have a whole lot of problems Uh, i give it a hundred as well um y'all be like your mama again Mm-hmm. right up in here in your face why the bitch still here today why she still here why she's been suspended mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah it wouldn't go down well quentin tarantino had a profile in the new york times because he has a movie the hateful eight coming out in december uh i'm not reading all the shit it's mostly a fluff job you know just oh my god quentin tarantino is the greatest <laughs> oh right. juggle the balls juggle the balls like it's all that <laughs> but there's a part in this where and the, the author uh brett Easton easton ellis is um you know a, a huge part of the problem with this article um i haven't even what i haven't even he? looked up to see what he looks what? like but i'm just, oh <laughs> a white man i knew it uh <laughs> i don't even know why i looked that up i already knew it um so yeah he um talked about it uh talked about his movies and you know he he said that uh as hugely influential as his earlier movies were there seemed to be thousands of terrible ripoffs in the 90s and into the 2000s it's impossible now to imagine an earnest 20-something millennial dreaming up a film as perverse as lured as pulp fiction or reservoir dogs or anything else he's made in an era obsessed with triggering and microaggressions and the policing of language the tarantino over i guess that's french for bullshit is relentlessly on pc his movies are impolite rude irresponsible and somewhat cold and the further tarantino goes the larger his audience gets as seen with his racially explosive comedy western django unchained the hateful eight which takes place eight or nine years after the civil war also ended up addressing issues of race even if this if this wasn't his original intention it was just this cool neat genre scenario he said for the record all his movies end up having racism in it because he always wants to talk about black people and he gotta put nigger in everything he's written even the movies that don't have black people in them and shit yeah seriously and even in um uh fucking um uh an, uh what do you call it bastards um inglorious bastards yeah even in inglorious bastards he fucking um had this gorilla black man king kong story that was told for no fucking reason just so he could get that nigger in there that is his shit oh yeah okay? nigger quota i mean it's it's in all his movies karen you've watched these movies too it's, yes i have uh the dead nigger storage speech uh that he gave in pulp fiction uh uh which by the way i find hilarious i'm not this is not me saying like i don't want white people to say the n-word that's not really my my thing or not like if you find a way to entertain me with that shit then you got me i don't know what the fuck else to tell you but yeah it doesn't mean that it doesn't say something about you just your wanton want to use it you know what i'm saying like it still says something about it i'm not one of these i'm gonna fuck you up type of people but i am one of these i noticed that type of people Mm -hmm. and i do be noticing okay um 
and this dude let's get back to this tarantino's dialogue driven scenes rambling and digressive are often played out in real time embedded within the strange leisurely byzantine plots he constructs which are nothing like what a screenwriter who was taught by girls such as sid feld and robert mckee might construct the idea of the well-constructed three art uh three act picture with the inciting incident on page 15 seems idiotic and fake in tarantino's world um well there's there's an argument to be had that his movies ain't as good as people say put it that way like like he has his own structure to his movies it's just different yes um so yeah he let's get to the point where i was like this motherfucker's tripping um we touched on this year's oscars and the supposed oscar snubbing of ava duvernay's martin luther king movie selma suppose karen which caused a kind of national sentimental did the movie not be made like i don't understand why do you say suppose like you know it didn't really deserve an oscar it supposedly snubbed but how can one say okay um which kind of caused a national sentimental narrative outrage compounded by the events of in ferguson and which branded the academy voters as old and out of it racist despite the fact that 12 years a slave had won best picture the year before tarantino shrugs diplomatically she did a really good job on selma but selma deserved an emmy uh django unchained with its depictions of antebellum era institutionalized racism and mandingo fights and black self-hatred is a much more shocking and forward-thinking movie than selma and audiences turned it into the biggest hit of tarantino's career but it was also attacked for among other things being written and directed by a white man now here's the thing i enjoy django i did too why is he trying to ruin it he's been trying to ruin this movie from the second that he made it like all his interviews like this is gonna be realer than roots it's not realer than roots <laughs> come on now come on man it's gonna put 12 years of slave shame 12 years of slave to a shame why no it's not because it didn't happen <laughs> right you made a fictional fucking fairy tale world fictional where you got to play with these elements and turn it into a black exploitation film and i'm all good with that buddy i had a great time yeah. i enjoyed the dark dark humor of that world and was fine with it it tears in my eyes dude tears in a, my you eyes had a great time watching that movie. bought it on deep i own it mm-hmm. so why are you trying to ruin it with this hey man why'd y'all come down on me for being white because you are an asshole look at your interviews people would have left you alone for the most part also you can't do anything where you think you speak for black culture better than black culture speaks for black culture you don't get to do that and then go unchallenged i'm sorry but we don't need that type of fucking uh fatherly view of, of black culture like i'll express it for you negroes let me show you how it's really done like that unrealistic shit man like cool that's fun you get that we got to have our slave fairy tale and i'm I'm all for that we should have those but what we don't need is you acting like that's better than a realistic depiction of history hey i put chains on the negroes necks and called them niggas 75 times a scene so isn't that better no such controversy is not new to tarantino he says if you made money being a critic in black culture in the last 20 years you have to deal with me you must have an opinion of me you must deal with what i'm saying and dealing with the consequences if you sift through the criticism 
uh you'll see it's pretty evenly divided between pros and cons but when black critics came out with savage think pieces about Django, i couldn't have cared less savage huh that word again if people don't like my movies they don't like my movies if they don't get it it doesn't matter the bad taste that was left in my mouth had to do with this it's been a long time since the subject of the writer's skin was mentioned as often as mine you wouldn't think the color of a writer's skin should have any effect on the words themselves and a lot of more ugly pieces my motors were really brought to bear in the most negative way it's like i'm some super villain coming up with this stuff Do yeah. you not know the only reason why you get to do the bullshit you do is because of the color of your skin? Break black, that down. Black people would never be allowed to do this. Why? Because they always have passed over. There are probably black directors that can do the shit better than you, but they will never get the fucking opportunity because they are not white. This wouldn't even have gotten greenlit. If right. It, if Spike Lee comes up with this same screenplay and this idea, it doesn't get greenlit, white man so the people will yes talk about your skin people. color comes up because you're doing a film on race no one gets the luxury in this country of talking about race and then going but don't bring up my race except white people nobody but white people get to do that people did that for rachel dolezal like that's how that's how crazy this world is like hey man why we got to bring up his race because it is because it's part of the, it's part of the story the eyes that it's told through is also part of the story you know what i mean so yeah it's uh and then also (laughs) this is the same shit as the mra people it's the same shit as the white genocide people you're basically going i'm going to take victimhood and make it my own sure it's not true right like has anybody ever told quentin tarantino no you can't get you can't get this movie done no but they told ava no a lot they told spike no told everybody no if you black they told you no you get used to knowing hollywood right and and adam sandler can keep putting out the same bullshit over and over and over again even if his goddamn movies tank he'll still come out with another one next year yeah like i said man i this dude it's like um this whole it's, it's that matt damon shit man just these motherfuckers are just purely into that white people are the real victims because other people have a voice now you know now that we can speak up <sighs> motherfuckers um also this one oh 100 for me 100 i forgot the, mm-hmm. what segment this was mm-hmm. uh i can't i'm not gonna read all this thing because i read it all this morning but mm-hmm. uh com has a really good write-up on effie brown effie brown you might remember from the project Greenlight clip where matt damon told her they don't need diversity behind the camera because they already have diversity in the casting that's where diversity shows up mm-hmm. then he later apologized well it turns out that they basically took this whole season and tried to make her the bad guy and that's how they're selling it and she's like i wish i had known that i would have asked for a check because they're basically turning into opinionated black woman is the problem with these white people getting a movie made and setting her up to look like she's just a person you can't operate with um which is so fucked up um she's produced four films for hbo including real women have curves and rocket science uh of course also she did dear white people um but yeah she said it became apparently apparent the entire series is about me and jason if i would have known that i would have never done this for free right she was paid uh the sag day rate the screen actor guild day rate 
rate day rate for the uh first day of shooting the series along with her producer's feed plus two points on the back end for the movie it was a shitty deal i only got paid to do the film um and then she basically you know says that while she was not you know trying to be curt and whatnot she was like i she spoke freely she stood up for what she thought was best for the film because if you even if you don't get to be the director or the person who makes all the decisions what they do is they put you on a team to help the person that did get the the, the director film and you know ultimately like the point she brought up about the script i think she said they even changed the script even though they told her that she didn't know what she was talking about mm-hmm. so even they recognized like oh well maybe she was right maybe she did have a point um but yeah it's just it's just like i said i'm not reading all of it but it was just kind of fucked up she says after this her relationship with matt damon is probably fucked up uh she said ben affleck was dope he was cool i'm assuming that's because you know he got a lot of making up to do um and uh yes this is and she can't even watch the show anymore because of how they edited her and made her look right it will make you livid yep so anyway i'm not no no score for that one because i didn't read the whole article let's uh, uh let's do ball alert where's my ball alert music Here go 12 bar, Gucci man got nine car. We don't call him down no more, oh nah, we call him five star. Five star nigga, that's a five star click. That's a six for that five, that's that new M6. Pay a bill, get a health fix, might even pay a rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I can't even lie, I'm so super hot. Do not need her, will not keep her unless she is fly. Gucci man's a thug, be your girl is a soul. Since she love me, now she love you not. Now all my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, call up Gucci girl and beat me. You can find a five-star hotel, you can meet me. Five-star bitch, just a five-star bitch. Just a five-star bitch, and that's a five-star bitch. Every credit go high, these nails stay fly. Keep your juice box wet, and your head something fine. And you a five-star and you will five star, and you will five star, and you will five star, and you will five star. I need a five star. All right. Here are your choices, chat room. I'll let you guys pick. Number one, hot off the presses. Groupie tells Chris Brown, the sex demon. Number two, Groupie tells a late night booty call with genuine. Number three, baller alert, Groupie tells. Seattle Seahawks Ricardo Lockett and number four ballerific relationships should a woman propose if she's ready for marriage blog by at uniquely underscore humble Tyler devotes Karen 
fast up, bitch. Want a fast up, bitch. It's your boy, you got it. I do grade A shit. I'm the realest nigga walking in this the remix. And I'm still out here looking for a fast up, chick. When I catch her, I'ma bless her with a fast up, kid. She ain't not your boy, hustle. She ain't chasing no suckers. Only mess with real niggas. She ain't never fucked a bust. Turn the cars in your jury. That shit really don't excite her. And all them hating assholes in the club on the fight her. She was going in the with the school in D.C. Got a job in Dallas, Texas. And yeah. move to Tennessee. If you ain't a fast star, you can go ahead and face a fake goofy fake and Louis Shorty that'll make you basic. You ain't a fast star, bitch. 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 What we looking like, Karen? Uh, unless I did it wrong. One has three, two has three, and five has three. Uh, Lex just voted one. Had he voted before? No. So he broke the tie with one? Yep, so one wins. One is Gruber tells Chris Brown the sex demon. All right. We'll see what he's doing in the sack. Uh, on ballalert.com. Uh, ah, that pick. Oh, yeah, I guess I should put the picture in uh, the chat for you guys. Yeah, this is not with Karichi Maru, so. There you go. Here's his picture it's groupie tales time next up we have chris brown and if you read the title you can only expect a good review on the rb star i'm not sure how true the story is but it's worth the read check out the groupie tale below disclaimer groupie tales are submitted by our readers we cannot affirm 100 accuracy of any story posted want to share your story email 11 at ballalert.com you can remain anonymous i'll never i'll never forget the night i got the honor of fucking chris brown I had flown in town from Miami to chill with my bestie. The girl is a party thought and knows all the spots to go. So I rode through with her to Greystone that night. Fast forward hours later. Fast forward hours. Okay, not four hours. Right. Fast forward hours later. And we were waiting in line to get in the club. It was packed. Bitch. And they kids was. Oh, wait bitches and they kids were waiting to get it in get in i seems wait get in oh waiting to get, get in, in it seems right. that was until i got the idea to flirt with one of the bouncers it worked me and my bestie are pretty sexy and fit so it's no surprise after heading inside and get <laughs> that's what she said after heading inside and getting those watered down ass drinks they announced that chris brown was in the club of course every thirsty thought tried to get to him including my honorary thought of the night ass because <laughs> i'm not a real thought just a thought for that night <laughs> chris is fine and i couldn't contain myself me and bestie were on a mission to get to him so my friend began talking to one of chris's friends wax star lame star groupie star whatever that nigga's name is <laughs> I just remember him being the epitome of a male groupie. He used Chris's status to talk to females and it worked on my bestie. Bestie. Little did he know we weren't checking for him. It was Chris. Waxstar, how befitting, got us in their section and I managed to get beside Chris. Let me tell you something. That man smelled like unicorn tears. <laughs> Team Breeze's money, heaven, and just like a man should. I wanted to lather some candy. What? Okay. I wanted to lather some candy or any trick and or any treat and lick it off of him. 
<laughs> that's just how fine he is in person y'all just see it a little in photos this man is gorgeous in person his style swag charm etc anyway he was mostly zoned out and clearly not sober of course so i caught his attention and told him i was a big fan of his he replied thank you baby and he then asked one of his male groupies assistants nut washers to get my name and number <laughs> after he got my number he pretty much kept to himself and didn't say anything else to me the entire night and i didn't want to seem like a groupie so i didn't bother with him much after that it started to hit me and i secretly wondered if i if he would even call but he just got my number for did he just get my number for keeps i kept that on my mind until me and bestie boo thought sidekick left i was silent on my way home until i got a text from my unsaved number a little after two come to find out it was chris he asked me what i was doing i said getting ready for sleep he replied with i should let him put me to sleep a bitch was blushing hard as fuck by this time what not me that's all i could think at that point i accepted his offer and sent a he sent a car to get me after getting my bestie's address man uber has to be a lifesaver for these dudes mm-hmm. you don't even need a dude in the crew no more Mm-mm. i got to his house and the weed aroma hit me immediately he was walk what that ain't part of his probation oh wait he off probation yeah, yeah he was walking around the house he shirtless. might be back on because she's telling the stories she's putting his business out there i don't mm-hmm. think he's supposed to be doing these things with his kid around Mm-mm. fbi and, and, and the police department probably go ball alert too bobby my baby mama gonna show up with this 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 these receipts <laughs> right he was walking around the house shirtless with sweats on the signal for me to come to him he got straight to the point and told me to get on my knees like an obedient girl i did and baby his long yellow sword tasted like bananas <laughs> it was so nutritious to me i deep throated him like my life depended on it he was so full and hard in my mouth i didn't know his dick could get that much longer y'all don't sleep on cb he is blessed i sucked this dick for three minutes and he was doing this sexy raspy grunt that shit turned me on and had me dripping like rain what happened next stunned me he pushed me against the wall roughly and kissed me intensely how did that stun you i mean come on it's good <sighs> if you would have said he literally stunned you by grabbing With your a neck. stun gun yeah, yeah i'd believe that too yeah my spine danced with a tingly fluid rhythm yes fluid rhythm he brings out the damn author in me i could write a book on this nigga's dick game you are ma'am you are we're reading it right now we were kissing and he transformed into a sex beast (laughs) what did you upgrade he ripped my dress off in one tug and not once broke the kiss he then carried me over to the couch he pulled a condom out put it on and got to work what you have a uh uh nba uh uh tear off (laughs) dress right did it have buttons on it (laughs) chris was very aggressive and rough <laughs> what uh, what you don't say what? hold up uh, chris what? Brown. Mm-mm. look christopher brown no. okay Mm-mm. 
don't now, believe now, that. See, no. now I think you're making it Now up. you're going too far, ma'am. You're going to the lies. It had slob spilling out my mouth at how good he was fucking me. He was rhythmic and working that back. Daddy long stroke for sure. I think I came two times already in five minutes. It was so damn intense. Please, ladies, do not let Chris stare into your eyes like I did. Your soul, what's happening here? That's how he makes you his slave demon. Oh Lord, uh, what is he, Medusa? What's happening? Tears flooded my eyes and my body shook like I was possessed. That nigga took my soul. Oh. That's why I can't even feel anything anymore. Orgasm after orgasm, and he was still, he still wasn't done. He fucked me like sex was a sport. I can't even count how many positions he put me in. All I know, I was sore, tired, and on my way to God. <laughs> well, that, man, there ain't, ain't nothing but there's only a handful of positions, ma'am. That nigga was fucking me so good, I told him he could fuck my mama and my grandma if he wanted. I wanted them both to know why I love this man so they wouldn't ask me anymore. He laughed it off and continued fucking me. Wait, she said that out loud? (laughs) I thought that was in her monologue. Uh, Right, in her mind. Well, it may have been. I don't don't know because, yeah, yeah. I hope they can, you know, your grandma and mama consented to this. That's why they don't take these groupies seriously, shit like that. (laughs) Right, you can't. Um, After an hour later, after he drained me, he carried me to his bedroom and we both fell asleep. Carried you, word. In the morning, I woke up thinking I was dreaming. I felt like I was levitating. I stared at him to make sure I wasn't. He asked, what you doing today? I replied, nothing. Why? He said, well, I got something to do. So bitch, you got to go. So romantic. Oh, well, it was fun while it lasted. I regret nothing. Now I see why Karuchi couldn't let that dick go. I damn near wanted to slap him for kicking me out. How he gonna break up with me after he put up, after I put up with his shit all night? Still was good though. Break up with you, y'all never went together. Right? That's why you had to go. Chris, uh. He's probably getting ready to meet Kit Kat Bar while um, you fucking around. 118 said, Chris, did you do this? <laughs> Here are the comments. LOL Lord from Denise Love. Kennedy says, Clutches Pearls, on that note, that should be a group of teller of the year and she should get it. She left nothing out. Birdman hand rub. <laughs> Sugar Bell says, Standing ovation, that was excellent. I died and smelling like unicorn tears and his nut washer. Uniquely humble said, Laughing my ass off. Carlos says, Written very well. Wow, this one's getting very, um, mm. this one's getting a lot of, uh, mm. good feedback. So maybe it's just that people like the groupies like who they fucked yeah, maybe that's, that's it true. yeah because remember when it was kanye everybody was so maybe mm. it's, you fuck a famous enough dude then everybody's like it don't matter that you ain't get like because normally somebody comes in like where's your money you ain't getting no mm-hmm. money bitch there's like chris brown might beat but you know he still right. spent his money he's still holly holly yellow cute uh you know what's funny says kai and naya i was just watching an interview with him and big boy he said i don't just tell them to get out i usually tell them my plans for the next morning ahead of time listen she should be glad he let her stay that the night on the other hand i hope this is not part of a publicity stunt even though the man don't need it buzz with b says oh my oh her description was so funny that was a good one chaco says she sound like his type crazy and insane (laughs) (laughs) macy says i believe everything she said lol beautiful brownie says true or false it was like reading a novel must be a writer or something 
uh she, said she was writing a book yeah, there's a couple more comments let's see here uh just listen wait just listen c says i believe her laugh myself this is how you write them and hating ass terrell jones <laughs> not to be outdone he wasn't just okay <laughs> he didn't even have a comment when we started this show but now he do if i was chris i would have took her up on her offer to fuck the mother and grandmother just to know the heritage of the pussy because <laughs> i ain't that other bitch she be struggling for her from the womb i'll be rich i ain't gotta talk about the money in the shoot game all you gotta do is google trina see the proof man none of these hoes doing shows in the recession the cars get declined now they suffering a depression water's done the meals out and all kinds of deals i'm a five-star bitch eating five-star meals my whole lifestyle like coming to america all these movie luggage see my bag how i carry her walking through the airport like i'm in a parade on my hologram logging on that trade now that is time for some guest arrays that's right it's guest arrays time now that is time for some guest arrays that's right it's guest arrays time that's right it's time for guest arrays the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today in the chat room to guess the race in the chat room is racist that's right uh brookline firefighter is charged with beating a man over a slow food order oh shit mm-hmm. Brookline firefighter is on administrative leave after being arrested he is accused of beating up a man who took too long to order at a popular restaurant let's get to news center five john adwater he's live in the scene tonight john and Ed, I spoke with a witness who was just horrified by what she saw. This all happened outside this Honest Taqueria restaurant last night here in Brookline. We're told the beating was captured by a surveillance camera just outside the store here. Now, officials say a 37-year-old firefighter named Joseph Ward was frustrated when the man in front of him took too long to order here last night around 1030. Outside witnesses say the firefighter swore at the man, throwing a bottle at him, slamming him to the ground, straddling him, and then punching and kicking him multiple times. He was later arrested about a block away. Now, the firefighter told officers that the victim wanted to take the argument outside, according to the police report. And right now, Ward is charged with assault and battery. That 53-year-old victim is expected to recover. And again, police looking very closely at that surveillance video from outside the store here. We're live in what the fuck like because the order was slow this we doing this now he was like that's motherfucking it this goddamn menu never changes you i see you here all the time bob make up your mind man go ahead and order your fucking number one you always get them to goddamn number one (laughs) i was looking actually man i was looking for his picture i thought i had it um but maybe they don't have it Uh oh yeah um yeah where's the uh where's my picture at is this one here it is okay so we do got a picture all right guys guess the race in the chat room of joseph ward uh 37 years old um charged with uh beating up a man because his fucking order was too slow yeah, had enough sparger says white uh well we don't have a lot of time so uh hurry up 
the white man has always demanded high quality from colored workers white of course white as fuck uh the level of boldness can only be white tarantino is fed up the correct <laughs> answer is white, white. All right, uh, let's go to the bonus round. Mm-hmm. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, double the points, double the race for the bonus round. I guess the race so far, everybody is about one for one. Let's see if they can keep it going. All right here we go guys bubble, bubble double points a florida man gets 885 years for massive amounts of child porn uh he could Damn. also stand the trials on kidnap rape and murder wow yeah wow indeed karen that i'm gonna go on a limb and say not not good to be accused of this Oh, no. A Florida man got, oh, Florida, got 885 years in prison for child porn on Monday. 885 years? Woo! This nigga better be a Highlander. Ooh, that's how we gonna charge you for all the children. Bruh. 885? We, we caught you for people we ain't ever gonna catch. You, you serving their sentences. Sean Ryan Thomas, 31, got the steep sentence for having massive amounts of child pornography uh yeah he's also slated to go to trial on separate charges of attempted kidnapping attempted child rape and attempted murder oh so, these charges are separate <laughs> he could potentially they was like we're just gonna give you a thousand years yeah sir that's another three years for this so <laughs> eight eight is eight right thomas is accused of trying to lure the family of a nine-year-old girl to his orlando home to kill her parents rape the girl on video and then kill her <gasps> the investigators with the florida department of law enforcement caught winning the plot and arrested him june 2014 they also discovered 60 child porn files including videos of up to an hour long on a computer in his longwood home according to a court document cited by the sentinel um a lawyer for thomas maintained that the computer was his roommates mm. now let's just imagine that it was his roommates wouldn't that be unfortunate right you don't put some shit on my motherfucking computer now listen your honor i did want to lure a nine-year-old girl and her family uh across the state line so that i could kill their family rape her and kill her on video but i didn't want to use my own computer but i but that was my roommate's computer with that child porn now okay though you can't get me for the 885 now dog come on the jury nonetheless convicted thomas for 60 counts of possession of child porn in june seminole county judge maline alva gave him 15 years of course it would be a damn woman wolfgang right <laughs> you see how they do us one judgment at a time uh for each of the 59 counts and 15 years of sex offender probation for the last count oh, okay so you just got uh, probation for that <laughs> so if he can just do the last uh <laughs> the other 700 eight, years if he do the 885 you know he just got 15 years of probation at the end so you know He'll be able to really get back in the swing of things by you know 900 years uh guess the race chat room of mr what is his first name sean ryan thomas jared is claiming that this guy is the real rapist white peter pan on his way to never neverland aka prison white white obviously white white 
uh shaking my fucking head most definitely a white crime disgusting says cheyenne none of the kids in the porn were black so that's why he was found guilty white says hc whiter than the jizz he was leaving on them kids says j full oh uh in the year uh 3100 he'll be golden coco i hope i pronounced that right coco cure pronounced uh says white the correct answer is white and um sore ratchetness and he's dead um two arrested after a fight involving a sword was caught on video well make it easy for the cops ah. Rhode Island, where two men were under arrest after a fight involving a sword and it's all caught on camera this viral video is from Balcom Street it was on September 12 45 year old David Thomas arrested for disorderly conduct he's the man wielding the sword 30 year old man this is some world star shit isn't he already laying on the ground in this one? Oh, so wait he, he had the sword and he got his ass knocked the fuck out later. What is the fuck? <laughs> what in the fuck? On September 12, 45 year old David Thomas arrested for disorderly conduct. He's the man wielding. Wait, he's 45? Is that what he just said? Yes. That nigga's 45. He looks 12. That's why he got his damn sword and still got his punk ass knocked out. You know, I'll put it in the chat for you guys. You guys click on this later. All right. I want you guys, you guys have to see this motherfucker. This is like some straight up world star. They did not hold the phone sideways. No, they didn't. 30 year old Luis Ruiz turned himself in on Tuesday. Is he slapping himself? He brought a sword, handed the sword to a very fat looking white woman and then slapped himself. What is he doing? Nonviolence advocate Richard Tarlanian says neighborhood conflicts like this escalate for a variety of reasons. What's going on with the people who are witnessing this and won't be debriefed, so to speak? Do you hear critical incident debriefing for first responders? Well, if you're six years old and you're seeing this, and if one of those people is your parent that's, that's there on the ground, or what are you learning? Delane says that alcohol may have been involved. You don't oh, say. Oh, God. Just another in a long line of bad decisions for that nigga. <laughs> oh, guess the race. He was black, of course. Y'all, mm-hmm. I know y'all already knew it when I said it was a fat white woman. That's racist, okay? Y'all should not have guessed that. Uh, we'll talk to y'all tomorrow where Leonard Brothers will be the guest and we'll be reviewing The Walking Dead at 7 Woo-hoo! p.m at 7 p.m uh so we'll see you guys tomorrow um ty diamond make sure uh ty battle make sure you support him all right hit him up he's trying to hook y'all up with some houses in the atlanta area information is in the show notes uh he also brought y'all uh you know what they're gonna make balls deep free this this friday let's do it brought to you by ty battle so friday at probably 4 30 afternoon you guys can come watch balls deep because because ty ty did that so hopefully you won't have to go through that uh so make sure you hit him up tamer wade and partners of remax so ty battle at tamer wade and partners.com and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow till then love you you too Mwah.